Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. Real quick, I just want to thank everybody who stopped by Center Mall yesterday. Yesterday, Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, we were there for Saskatoon's Greatest Gifts for Kids, presented by Onsurance. We had an absolute blast. Thank you so much to everybody who came by and donated. We were taking uh, small unwrapped toys, cash donations, mitts, socks, toques, things to go in a l- oversized shoebox mm-hmm. for inner city kids this Christmas. And uh, yeah, it was another success. Thank you. Yeah, teaming up with TLC at home. I think the uh, drop off is in the next few days as well. Best part about this is doing the toy drop-off, seeing the face on the kids. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, That's the good news, Stacey. We got some bad news to share (laughs) because a scam is afoot. We think. Um, (laughs) We think. We got like 11 messages uh, on our Facebook page last night, which is, hey, maybe we were just doing a great job. No. <laughs> no, people were like, hey, someone sent us a link saying they're you uh, and that we won something and they asked us to sign up and give them a bunch of information. We're, we're trying to get to the bottom of it, but yeah. here's the deal. You, you get anything from Cruise FM in the next day or two, just chill. Just chill. Well, Wait until we get to the bottom of it because it, we had this problem a few months ago. Someone was pretending to be us. Yeah. They send you a message. Hey, you won something, but we need your social insurance number first. Like, no, don't do that. So. Yeah. And quite honestly, one of the biggest flags I have to say when you are, you know, wondering, hey, is this a scam? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the use of emojis. Yes. We don't do emojis. Holy hell, they use so many emojis in their little message to you where you just have to wonder, it's like, mm-hmm. who's that excited? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're excited to give away prizes, Very. trust me, but not with 17 yeah. emojis. No. Also, we're we're not 19 years old. We don't use emojis. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're, we're adults. <laughs> we don't use emojis. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, to you scam artists out there, to you jack wagons, yeah. we have a message for you, okay? And by we, we mean Liam Neeson and Jim Carrey. I don't know who you are. Stop breaking the law! I don't know what you want. Stop breaking the law! If you are looking for ransom, Stop! I can tell you I don't have money. Breaking! But what I do have the law! are a very particular set of skills. Stop breaking the law! I will look for you. I will find you. And we'll ask you to knock it off. Please. it's really annoying. You're taking advantage of Enough. people getting excited about winning a radio prize. That's really uh. just... Ugh. Very, very snowy. Text us any traffic details, anything like that. 938-0963. A lot of people upset when it gets this snowy, Stacy. I know. But there are some people. Oh, they are jazzed that it is this snowy <laughs> outside. Today's Hinterland Who's Who takes a closer look at the suburban snowblower guy, a majestic beast who originates from northern Sweden, but has found a home on the Canadian prairies. Much like a salmon, suburban snowblower guys hatch at the same spot every year. Canadian Tire in March when the units are like 35% off. After a summer of getting used to each other, the snowblower and human are ready to become one. Halfway through their maiden voyage, something changes deep down in the suburban snowblower guy. Instead of wanting to stop after their driveway is complete, they have the urge to keep going and do more. He is born again, transformed from a simple man to a snow warrior. 
There are two different types of suburban snowblower guys. The first and most common is sidewalk eye. They have a spread the wealth strategy and decide to use their power to help many in the neighborhood. The second and less common species of suburban snowblower guy is driveway guy. While they do not help as many people as sidewalk guy, driveway guy will do the entire job for their close neighbors, saving them an entire afternoon of labor. If you are lucky enough to live near a driveway suburban snowblower, be like State Farm. Be a good neighbor. Because cross them once and snowblower guy will never help you again. People don't forget. Godspeed, snowblower guy. Godspeed. For a more complete story, why not contact the Canadian Wildlife Service in Ottawa? I'm a big critic of life hacks and stuff we see on the internet. Uh, Sometimes you see the at-home remedies or fixes and it seems like a bunch of... Hooey. Hooey, exactly. Pardon the language. Uh, I have to say, I had a bit of a plant issue. I had some little tiny, tiny flies that were coming out of a plant of mine on a daily basis, and it was gross and weird. Shoo, fly, don't bother me. Well, they weren't big flies. They were tiny ones, little itty-bitty ones. Anyway, um, I phoned Dutch growers, and I was like, guys, what's the deal? What can I do to fix this? It's annoying. I'm vacuuming up flies constantly. And, of course, there's like a you know like a chemical thing you can do there's also this other little device you can buy whatever and she's like or if you want you can sprinkle cinnamon on the dirt and then lay slices of potato raw Mm -hmm. potato along the dirt and the cinnamon the bugs don't like it so they're not going to burrow down through the cinnamon and the bugs are going to lay their eggs in the potato and then instead of laying the eggs in the dirt, you just throw the potato away and you're eventually throwing away all the babies. Yay, science. And I was like, that sounds stupid. Nice try. But I tried it and guess what? It worked. Yay. An actual at home, weird, you've got this in your cupboard and it worked. Cinnamon who, and potatoes. Who figured this out? I have no idea, but like, thanks to them. Who was the first person that was like, you know what? Cinnamon and potatoes, guys. I yeah. got it. It just came Nats to me. hate cinnamon. How drunk was this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of that line from The Hangover. Tigers hate pepper. They love cinnamon, though. <laughs> right? Everyone knows the plants love, okay, potatoes and cinnamon. Yeah, it was well, weird. Actually, it's not the plants. It's the bugs. Yes. Wow, right? And it's- honestly, the cinnamon, it smelled great. Yeah. Everybody wins. I'm so happy. What can't potatoes do? <laughs> Honestly, just making the world happy. Lunch, dinner, they're great. Oh man. Also, though, can I say uh, this lady might be the worst salesperson of all time? Why? Because you call in with the plant problem, yeah. and they're like, "Well, there's this device that you can buy from us, and we could make money, or just do this at home." She just lost out on a sale. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> she was I so know, helpful. I know. But I'm now just, I'm going to share the word again. Great job by that person. I'm just saying. <laughs> you missed an You might be going out of business in a few months if you keep giving these life hacks away. <laughs> More bad news? Why not? Canada's World Cup dreams are over. I will remember you. But hey, our women's soccer team is still unreal, so... We whatever. got that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Whatever. One. That's the thing that people keep forgetting. Oh, man. Oh, man. No. Our women's soccer team is like a dynasty. It's awesome. So, hey, we're, yeah. still, we're still good at the whole soccer thing, just not when it comes to the men's side. We're, we're still like the 40th ranked team. And I feel like it's one of those situations where, you know, when people are at, like, uh, they lose out on an Oscar. And it's like, mm-hmm. honestly, it was just an honor to be nominated. It was. Being able for them to go to a competition of this caliber mm-hmm. is fantastic well, for them as a team. Everyone is acting right now like Canada were these bad boys of soccer. Because our, our manager, John Herdman, he said that thing about Croatia after the Belgium game. Yeah. And then we lose to Croatia and they're like, yes, yeah, and it's like, guys, we don't care. <laughs> guys. We're just here to have fun. Guys. <laughs> it's soccer. This is like number seven for us. <laughs> Again, just happy to be here. Beat us in curling or hockey. Hey, yeah, trip us all you want, but come on. Yeah. Come on, right? One question when it comes to soccer. Can the goalies wear whatever they want? Whatever color they want, yeah. yeah. because the goalies, right, they wear the Keepers. different uniforms. Oh, boy. Sorry. Keepers. Keepers at the soccer pitch. Um, they get to wear whatever color they want. Yes. Now, well, they have to be differentiated between the team and the other team. That's the only rule. We looked it up. That's like the only specification. Now, goalies in hockey with their helmets, they show their personality. They get them painted any yeah. way they want. Why don't keepers in soccer, why don't they do the same thing with their uniform? Like, why don't they show their personality on their jersey if they're allowed to? I don't know about... Uh, yeah, it would Maybe be amazing. Maybe the World Cup not, right? Because it's, you know, the big stage. But, like, club soccer teams. I'm just wondering, like, why... If I were a keeper in soccer, I'd wear overalls. Just throw the other team off. And do horribly in net. Uh, in s- denim overalls? Have you seen me move in denim overalls, Stacy? It's majestic. <laughs> okay, okay. I can move, okay? I can move. <laughs> Set up the pylon drill. I'll do it in four, three flats. Uh, no, put again. Put on overalls. The team's going to be... Is that, is that goalie wearing overalls? Next thing you know, we take the ball, boom. one nothing. Wow. Us, because of the overalls. Or wear some kind of funny design, like like uh, the Blades. They had their pride jerseys, right? Yeah. Why don't goalies have some kind of theme jersey, like SpongeBob those, jerseys or something. You know those sweatsuits you can get that are just like pizza? Yeah. Like the up close of a just pizza? Just get that, right? <laughs> Soccer, newsflash, you're boring, okay? You need to make Ooh. things a little bit more exciting. Goalies can wear whatever they want back what there. What if one of the keepers had the wife of the other keeper's face on his crotch a la Rick Rude style? It's just... Yes! <laughs> the industry that is Airbnb, which I know Clayton has some strong feelings. You might appreciate this, though. Airbnb is trying to kind of get a better grip on the cleaning fees associated with bookings. And so you'll be scrolling through Airbnb and there'll be a big red thing that says like $50 per night. And you're like, wow, that sounds really affordable. I'm going to take a look at it. Yep. Nice. It's got all the amenities. It's close to where I need to be. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. You book it. Each night ends up costing you like $130 or something like that because of the cleaning fee that's attached to it. Some of the cleaning fees, a little ridiculous. Uh, A little? On average, they say cleaning fees are 75 bucks. That's so outrageous. But we've had the discussion before about how it's ridiculous because you are getting charged a cleaning fee. And then in the little instructions, it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, if you could strip the bed, throw all the stuff in the laundry and take out the garbage, thanks. There's already a cleaning fee attached to the original fee. And then they add another cleaning fee. And it's just like you're ripping us off. Now, it's not Airbnb, the company. It's the person who runs their own little Airbnb. They set up the cleaning charges. They set up the cleaning charges. These people 
Oh man, you got so greedy. You got so greedy, Airbnb owners. We talked about it. At the start, it was a cute little thing that people can make a little bit of money on. Yeah. And then these people got so greedy thinking they could make this little side hustle into a career by buying all these places. Ter- yeah. They just screwed so many things over. <laughs> like <laughs> the housing market, the rental market, these greedy Airbnb people, they're just... And they overcharged everybody. Yeah. Hotels are way better. And I'm so happy that people are finally opening their eyes to that. Where like, yeah, it, it's nice to be waited on and have cleaning that's not an extra $50 and just... As much I as go off I know you've got very guys. strong feelings about Airbnb, but I still think it's nice to have that option. Some people don't like the, the you know like the big boxness of a hotel chain. Maybe they do want to stay in a quaint little neighborhood uh, in a random condo somewhere, and they're okay with paying that fee. I think mm-hmm. it's nice to have the options available. Again, totally fine that way. Just I I wish Airbnb was a smaller scale. I, I wish Airbnb was like when it started, just another little side option instead of like a fifty fifty split instead of hotel and Airbnb. Airbnb should just be like a nice treat, right? It shouldn't be relied upon like it is now. Yeah, it's like some a people, main go-to travel thing. It should be just a nice option treat yourself kind of thing, right? Never stays the same, Clayton. Uh, but like, same. Air, like basement suite Airbnbs and like, no, Airbnb should be like fancy, awesome, cool experiences. I don't know. If you want to chirp Airbnb, yeah, text please. us, 306-938-0963. $100 cleaning fee. Oh, and if you don't clean, we're going to charge you an extra $100. Yeah. Airbnb owners. So according to NASA, by the year 2030, so in seven years, Stacy, astronauts will be living on the moon. <laughs> Now, astronauts living on the moon. Astronauts living on the moon. They expect by 2030 astronauts on the moon. Now, when you read the title of the article, you're thinking, oh, man, we're going to have moon cities with moon roads and moon movie theaters, moon banks, moon moon pies. Moon Starbucks. We're going to be buying things with moonies. (laughs) Loonies. Yeah. Moonies. Yeah. I think I needed to explain that one. I don't know. Uh, But it's not going to be like that. It's just basically going to be like, hey, we'll have some, you know, research station stuff like that. But they're they're trying to build a little civilization on the moon. That's not a secret. I'm glad you clarified. Because I was like, wow, seven years to set up a whole civilization. Good luck, guys. Moon Rome wasn't built in a day, Stacey. That is true. (laughs) So if you could start your new moon life on the moon, like let's say they're like, okay, we're recruiting people to move to the moon. We're starting our new city, new jobs, new everything. Whatever I want. Fresh start, a fresh moon life. What are you going to do? How are you going to relive your life? Would you be like, no, I'll be a radio announcer, do the exact same thing? Nope, marine biologist. (laughs) Fulfill my childhood dream. (laughs) Not just your childhood dream. Dolphins and killer whales up there on the moon. Every grade seven's (laughs) dream, you are going to fulfill it. Absolutely. All the water up on Mars, we need to study it. Mars, the moon. Clayton, come on, get your planets. <laughs> what would you do? Fresh start on the moon. What would you be? Your time to be anything, just on the moon. I'd rent out Airbnbs. That's what boo, I would do. Boo. <laughs> uh, I would be a general store owner. Oh yeah, a like corner store. General store owner. I think that would be the best job, right? Being a general store owner. See everyone walk in. You don't sell anything specific. You just kind of sell. But everyone shows up there. Everyone just shows up there, right? I'm assuming we don't have internet on the moon, so shopping online, not an option. You got to go to the general Uh, store. Yes, you'd have internet on the moon. Come on. I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. 
Astronauts could not re- do research up on the moon without internet. It's called books, Stacy. <laughs> it's called books. Just think of how good the Wi-Fi would be up there. Believe it or not, there was research done before the internet. Crazy, I know. Encyclopedias. We'll just bring a bunch of those oh, up there okay. to the moon. We'll be fine. Yep. We'll be fine. But yeah, seven years, we're going to be on the moon. Not really. Another forecast that you might want to take note of, grasshoppers. They're coming for us next summer. Heavens to Betsy. A forecast for grasshoppers. How could they possibly know that now? Grasshoppers are like tent caterpillars where they come sick. It's like a cyclical thing mm-hmm. every oh, I know. X amount of years. So 2023, we're due for it. Okay. So it's like a, we're due. And I think yeah. it was super dry during the summer. A bunch of stuff happens. Great yeah. hatching season. It's not like, oh, on the radar, what's that? It's a huge swarm of grasshoppers See, coming from I, southern Saskatchewan. That's what I kind of thought. Oh boy, those winter grasshoppers. Oh, no, no, those numbers are going it, up. They're yeah. predicting it for next right. summer in southwest portions of the province. So it's kind of around Saskatoon, but a little bit more southwest. But I don't know. Like, could they just wait? It's it's winter. Yeah. Don't try and wreck my summer already by don't. telling me it's going to be swarming with grasshoppers. Look outside. Like, read the room, news. Not cool. <laughs> read Ministry the room. of Agriculture. We, we don't need more bad news today, okay? We don't need to know that grasshoppers are on the way. Like, that's <sighs> bad news for farmers. Also, bad, very bad news for farmers, but also for me because I hate them. Oh, good news for me. I love them on road trips. And just, I remember that one summer, I feel like it was 2001 or two, and Saskatoon was just absolutely crawling with them. Ridden with them. Any sunny wall, they were clinging to them. You'd try to go into a store and they'd get in your clothes. I remember, like, you would bike down a catwalk, any neighborhood in Saskatoon, and they would be, uh, like, in the bushes along the side of the catwalk, that long grass, and they would just jump out at you while you were riding your bike. Through a park to school. Good luck. Again, on a road trip, are we running over a, like a, a bunch of Rice Krispies or something like that? No, just grasshoppers. thousands Lots and thousands of, of dead grasshoppers. Just fall asleep to the sound of dying, crunching grasshoppers. And you know what kids. else? If you drive over them, like they can be dangerous because all their guts are right? slippery. I know. It's so gross. More bad news. It just continues. Why? Anyway, <laughs> on that note... Do you remember that really popular meme last year with Elf on a Shelf? It was like, you've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but have you heard of Will Ferrell on a Daryl? And it was like a picture of Will Ferrell on some... Dave Grohl on a pole? Yeah, something like that, right? Well, the new trend this year is just a way to air some grievances. Mm, We like like doing that here on the Stacey and Clayton show. It's like, you've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but have you heard of not going sick? in the left lane on Circle Drive. See, I'd buy that one. See, that's the new trend here, so. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of using a signal light when you change lanes? You've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but have you heard of putting your cart back at the grocery store instead of just leaving it in the parking lot like a goon? (laughs) You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of treating retail and service industry workers with respect? You've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but have you heard of checking your lottery tickets for winners before you get in line so the rest of us don't have to wait around for 13 minutes while they check? You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of taking your pod out of the Keurig machine when you've made your cup of coffee, Clayton? Oh, whoops. You've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but have you heard of not leaving your toast crumbs in the butter and margarine? (laughs) 
You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of shoveling your damn sidewalk? You've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but have you heard of turning off the sound when you're texting so we all don't have to hear that sound? You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of not chewing with your mouth open? You've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but have you heard of not having speakerphone on while you're in the middle of a restaurant? You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of giving a wave when I let you in in traffic, please? Hate those people. Uh, You've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but have you heard of not putting raisins in cookies? Please? Seriously. You've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but have you heard of not saying Opa every time a server drops a plate? We get it. Uh, Have you heard... (laughs) Hilarious, dude. Uh, You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of not sprinting to the front of the line when the airline calls your zone? You're going to get on the plane. Relax. Relax. Should I just keep going here? (laughs) Um, You've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but have you heard of not talking about the weather at a urinal with a complete stranger? Yeah. Yeah, not the best one. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of bringing your dog inside when they've been barking for 48 minutes? Yes. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of actually doing the dishes instead of just letting them soak? Yes. We could go on. There's a long list. You get the point. (laughs) Also, Elf on a Shelf, yay or nay? There's little packages you can buy now. It's a touchy subject. It's its own little business now, Stacey. Question for you, Stacey. Yes. Um... Are four interest-free payments the best way to purchase a sandwich? <laughs> How much is the sandwich? $18. Okay. See, you see these a lot now. Not these sandwich things, but the get it now, pay later, right? I've seen it on clothing sites yeah. that I shop on. You see it all the time on those infomercials. Buy it for $60 or three easy no. payments of nineteen ninety nine. dollars 23 installments of nineteen ninety nine. Right, now usually it's for... I don't know, an item <laughs> that you can use, <laughs> something. Small appliance. Not a sandwich. Uh, there's a sandwich shop in the States. Apparently, it's just awesome. Like, it's super good. So good that you need a payment plan. <laughs> can you imagine when your third payment was coming out well, and you're, like, still paying for something that you've eaten like, already? I- I'm looking at, like, the Uber Eats screenshot here, and it's uh, it's called Hoagie à Pauvre, apparently. Uh, French with peppers, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's uh, you can buy the sandwich for nineteen dollars or four interest-free payments of four seventy-five. Now, <laughs> it's interest-free, but they tack on a charge yeah. every time. If you're payment planning a sandwich, <laughs> maybe time to sit down Let's and look sit at down the and budget. Have a discussion. Okay, like that's <laughs> right. Hey, one sandwich, whatever. But then you're probably gonna payment plan another sandwich and then another sandwich. Next well, thing you know, you're paying like a hundred bucks a month in sandwiches for stuff you've again already eaten. Yeah, that's a little aggressive, right? For some what? things, these interest-free payments, whatever, it's a good thing, right? It's a good way to to pay something big, like off. a car, a car, an RV, something. <laughs> Not but, a sando. But that's where we <laughs> like, are right now, right? We're with things costing so much money. And again, a sandwich is a weird example because, yeah. again, it should be maybe on something that you actually need. But that's the kind of convenience people are looking for where it's like, oh, you know what? I don't want to actually pay for this now. Brings us to another point here. $19 for a sandwich? Hmm. That's Not gross. a sit-down restaurant fancy sandwich with sides, just a takeaway sandwich. They did call it a hoagie, though. $19 for a sandwich. Hoagie implies that it is, yeah. like, super duper. I saw somewhere that $11 is the perfect price for a sandwich. Because anything less than $11, you're like, that's way too cheap. Something's up with this thing, right? But anything more than $11, you're like, what a waste. I'm getting ripped off. $11. 
perfect <laughs> price for a sandwich. You find a sandwich for ten ninety nine. Five installments of two dollars. Two dollars and twenty cents. Don't forget about that twenty cents. <laughs> That's a bummer of a day. I'll cheer you up with an embarrassing story. Saturday at the Blades game. By the way, great crowd at the Blades game. Like 5,500 mm-hmm. people were there or something. Lower bowl full. Blades beat the number one team in Canada. Hop on the bandwagon. Um, the anthem singer did not turn his mic on. Oh, no. Like the person before didn't turn the mic on, right? It's always up to the person who hands in the mic. Make sure the mic is on or let them know they have to turn it on, right? Yeah. It's a roadie 101. <laughs> uh, um, but they were... Anthem singers, great. They just... No one could hear them. And he didn't know. Because when you're on the microphone in a big stadium so like that... So his mic was off? You, the mic was off. Couldn't oh, hear him. Man. You could see his mouth going, nothing coming on the speakers. Because you can... You can't really tell if you're coming on the big speakers when you're at Sastel Center. So the crowd starts doing that. Well, we'll, we'll join in. Yeah. And do that super Canadian moment where we we're going to take it over and we got it. But the thing is, there were like three different groups singing yep. at different times. Well, and it's, yeah. So it was like one of those row, 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 your, row, Singing row. in the round. But it was like an anthem round. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. here I am, the instant announcer for the Blades with a microphone that works. Dun, dun, dun. And about and I, here's the thing, I'm way up, like I'm already set up for the first giveaway. So I'm in the stands already. And I'm thinking to myself, well, do I just... Do I start singing? <laughs> I got this. Because about got two this. lines in, I realize I could do this. But then that's kind of embarrassing for that guy, right? I didn't want to steal his thunder. Yeah. I didn't want to make a big deal out of it, right? Because he still thinks he's going. So I just left it alone. But it just, the, the crowd kept being worse and worse and worse. Like they were way off. Oh, no that's one so was, annoying. So then I'll, I just grabbed the mic and go, Oh, Canada, we stand on God. And everyone starts going on the same page. It was it was a memorable See? memorable anthem. You just helped them finish. That's memorable good. anthem. And it was just, I feel bad. I should have, I was going to sing the anthem, but then you never know. What if you mess it up? Oh, yeah. You're like, nope. no, no, don't worry. I'll help you. No, coming <gasps> back from that. I don't know the words. Oh, no. And then, then we're both sitting there. It's this whole thing. Stacey and Clayton, weekday morning, 6 to 10 on Cruise. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.